Welcome to the Perfume Room. If you guys have been listening these past few episodes, then you know that I am going through a gourmand phase, but specifically with cozy, comforting vanilla scents. They are challenging everything that I thought I knew about my taste. And of course, the saga continues because Twisted Lily just gifted me a new one, one that they know that I've been coveting for a while, which is Comptoir Sud Pacifique Vanille Banane. And they only recently started carrying this brand, which makes me so happy because I do think Comptoir Sud Pacifique is one of the best value brands. Their 30 milliliters retail for $42. Their 100 milliliters are 85. So it's a better price point than I would say many designer fragrances out there right now. Anyway, I do think some of their vanilla scents are still a little too vanilla-y for me. Never say never. I might change my mind in like a week. But when I first smelled Vanille Banane, I fell in love with it because it's vanilla, yes, but it is a lactonic banana vanilla. It's got that creamy milkiness of banana pudding and then also that sort of fun, shrieky banana smell of banana Laffy Taffy. It's kitschy, but also self-aware. And I resonate with that deeply. And I will say, yes, the opening is very banana and the dry down goes much more vanilla, which is where I would conventionally write it off. But I don't know. I am loving the journey on this one and it doesn't bother me. And you know what the dry down does smell like? It's a very specific smell. But if you've ever been to Dylan's Candy Bar, the original one, which I think was on 60th and 3rd, it's now closed down, unfortunately. Um, Maybe they're all scented and they all smell like this, so I'm not sure. But that Dylan's Candy Bar had a smell and it smelled like the dry down of Vanille Banane. And I will humbly admit that I was a frequent patron and I was also part of their rewards program. Um, So yeah, if you want to try this scent on Twisted Lily, you can do so and get 10% off with my affiliate code PERFUMEROOM10. It's also on Lucky Scent. So I don't know. I feel like since Twisted Lily gifted me, I should give you my, my Twisted Lily affiliate code. But yeah, try it on Twisted Lily with my affiliate discount code PERFUMEROOM10. Enough about me. Let's get to our guest. You know her. You love her. Today we are joined by our first ever repeat guest, the person behind one of my favorite ever perfume accounts, Maya Gant. Maya is the creator and founder of Black Girl Smell Good. And if you don't follow Black Girl Smell Good, pause this and go on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter and follow. Maya's content is easily identifiable because it's so unique and such high quality and all of it is very intentional. Her videos are immaculate, her passion is clear, and as a viewer, you can just tell that she has crafted each video with your viewing pleasure in mind, which I'm sure has contributed to why she has over 112,000 followers on TikTok and 54,000 followers on Instagram. And she is our first ever repeat guest. Maya was on the podcast a little over a year ago, and we instantly became friends. And not only that, but whenever I ask you guys which episodes have been your favorite, inevitably, Maya's episode always comes up. Today she is back and we are discussing the fragrances that shaped our 2022 and our fragrant gift-giving recommendations for all the people you hold most near and dear in your lives. We actually talked for so long that when we ended our combo, we realized that we had been recording for over two hours. So happy holidays to you because we are giving you a two-parter episode. This episode is the first half and we are releasing a bonus, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, episode on Thursday, sometime Thursday night, TBD, follow the Instagram to find out exactly when part two will come out at Perfume Room Pod on Insta. Here is Maya. Maya, this is the first time I'm ever saying this sentence. Welcome back. 
to the perfume room. How so are you doing? I'm so good. You're our first ever repeat guest. Um, and it's been a long time coming. In the back of my mind, I've been like, who's going to be the first person that makes a second appearance? And it's always been you. So hello. Uh, welcome back. I feel so special. So happy to be back. I love this place. It's awesome. <laughs> How are you doing? Let's it's been a while. What's what's going on in your world? Oh my gosh, so much has changed. Um I went from just having a random Instagram account <laughs> to a few hundred thousand people following me. Um what else is going on? We're on uh Sephora squad now. That's new. Yes. Literally changed my life. Never in a million years would have imagined a program like this, but I'm so happy to be a part of it. It's insane. What is Sephora Squad like? So basically Sephora Squad is uh, a bunch of influencers chosen by Sephora to represent them directly. So when brands are looking for influencers to partner with, especially if they're already sold in Sephora, they don't have to go on a like a nationwide hunt. <laughs> they know to come mm -hmm. straight to us because we're already endorsed by the brand which is really cool. And so day-to-day -day with Sephora Squad, they're sending us um, like, hey, this brand saw your content, wants to reach out to you, let's connect them. Um, they send us on like lots of trips. I got to record in the Sephora studios, which was incredible. I've never been in front of like professional cameras before. And I'm like, did I shave my lip? Like, <laughs> can you see my army hair? <laughs> um, we got to do that. Uh, we've met so many people. Like they'll walk in. They had us. Um, they sent out a box, and they're like, "Hey, you know, there's this huge box on the porch. You might want to come get it." I'm like, "Okay, open the box." And there's a box within a box, and they said, "Open one now and save one for later." I open the box, and I'm like, "Okay, cool, fun stuff." And there's one that says, "You know, you can't open." They text us, and they say, "Hey, can you hop on this Zoom?" And I'm like, "I'm in my pajamas. My hair isn't done." <laughs> I hop on the Zoom, and who are we looking at? Gwen Stefani. Yeah. What? And I'm like, what? <laughs> and so they're full of surprises. The team is incredible. They've literally changed my life and, like, my trajectory of where I thought this was going. Now mm -hmm. my plans are so much bigger. Wow. Also, <laughs> if you're going to be on a Zoom with Gwen Stefani, I feel like they could have given you, like, a little heads up, like, right? let me – you're like – I would have, like, done something <laughs> if I knew. Oh, my God. We popped up. That's so I cool. I thought it would be regular. It was not. I'm like, oh, okay. Meeting Gwen Stefani in my high school t-shirt. <laughs> Fun. Yeah. As you do. Authentic, right? raw, natural, unfiltered. You it know. is what it is. She was really kind. That is awesome. Well, going back a step, what are you wearing today? What is your scent of the day? I'm wearing Swiss Arabian Amali perfume oil. It's one of those cheapies that I just can't get enough of. I've gone through at least three of these. I wish they would make it in a gallon size. <laughs> oh, my God. I haven't it's tried so it, but ornate. I see the bottle like on on like fragrance net and on like the Internet. And it's just so beautiful. Like you want to save that bottle, I feel. It's so ornate. I feel like a princess because it has like the jewels on the side. There's like a flower with stones in the middle, this little crystal top. And it reflects. Uh, refracts light so beautifully. I love putting it near <laughs> a window. I shouldn't, but still, you know, pretty. Okay. Well, Maya, we are here together for a very special reason, which is that the holidays are upon us. And I thought it would be fun if we got together and did a roundup of our best ever, you know, gift recommendations. We can go by gift. We can go by person. And uh, 
you know, just give the people the recommendations that that they want to hear. I'm so excited. I love doing consults or like recommendations based off personality. Tell me what you need. I can figure it out. (laughs) This is going to be great. Okay. Before we get there, let's just do a little bit more self-reflection. What we were talking about this earlier, but what were your top discoveries? So I had said, maybe we should talk about like top discoveries of 2022. And then I was obviously thinking like perfume or whatever. And you're like, hmm, personal or product? (laughs) And then I was like, you know what, Maya? I mean, both, like you tell me what, what have been some discoveries that, um, have really resonated with you via whether personal or product? I keep thinking about that uh, Kylie Jenner sound where she was like, this is the year of like realizing things. And oh my God, (laughs) was she right? This is the year of like realizing things. Um, Okay, so I think I'll do personal first. This year I figured out I need people. Shocker. Couldn't believe it. That I actually need people. Some things cannot be done alone. Um, No matter Mm -hmm. how strong you are or willful, sometimes you just need people. You need community. And this year, oh, I thought, you know, I'm a lone wolf. I'm very much to myself. I can do it my, on my own. I don't want anyone's mm-hmm. help. This year said, look, you ask for help or you fail. Which one? And so I had yeah. to learn to ask for help this year. And sometimes oh, I'm in disbelief that when you ask for help, sometimes you get it. Can you imagine that? <laughs> I know. I sometimes know. you actually get it. And so that was a huge discovery. Um, and then as far as a product, oh, my gosh. Thamine, I think I'm pronouncing that right. You can correct me. Thamine London, a perfume brand. They oh, have like okay, the cute yeah. little blue bottles. Twisted mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lily sent out like um, a bunch of samples and they sent Thamine London Royal Sapphire. I never looked at that brand. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, cute, whatever. Mm-hmm. Didn't really care. Mm-hmm. When I smelled that fragrance, I literally like jaw dropped. And I'm like, what is that smell? And immediately it hit me. It smells like my childhood home. And (laughs) it was incredible because um, my mom really loved this candle from Yankee Candle called like Lemon Lavender or Lavender Lemon. She -hmm. burned it all the time. And so when I think of childhood, it smells like that. And so I sprayed this fragrance and I'm like, oh my God. And I literally haven't put it down since because it just transports me (laughs) right back into my childhood home. And it's crazy because the notes have zero lavender, zero lemon, but it smells exactly like that candle. So that was my best discovery this year. Thamin Royal Sapphire. Okay, I haven't even tried that brand, so I gotta, I gotta get. Have you tried other fragrances from that line? Yes, there was one that everyone was like hyping up because it was supposed to smell like a better version of Fenty, um, mm-hmm. but it was like I don't even want to butcher it. Something with a P. I, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I did not, not like you. that. <laughs> no. You're sticking with Fenty. I'm sticking with the Fenty. Because last time we talked, I remember you did some investigating on Fenty because it reminded you of the smell of, I think, baby lotion. And then you were like looking up like the ingredients and the molecules and you're like, yep, it's the same. It's insane because when I said that, anytime that I'm talking about a fragrance, I want to give people a reference point to something tangible like that everyone has smelled. I can't tell you like, oh, this has... Uh, musk and blueberry and this and that. If you don't have a reference point for musk, I said a bunch of nothing to you. Yeah. And so I'm like, what does this smell like? And I'm like, oh, that is baby lotion. <laughs> and people thought it was like a negative thing, but I'm like, I like baby lotion. <laughs> yeah. And 
it's so funny. Since then, I've done two ads for them for that same fragrance. <laughs> so they weren't, uh, Fenty wasn't too mad about it. Did you describe it as a baby lotion? Were you like, this is a sexy, <laughs> <No>. sultry baby <laughs> lotion? They were like, let's stick to the notes, please. I was like, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I saw that Fenty campaign. Look at <sighs> you. That was Killing insane. It. I could. It was such a full circle moment because I used to be a Fenty Beauty brand ambassador when I worked retail, and so coming back and it's like now they're not you know connecting with me through work. They're connecting with me on a personal level. They know who I am, mm-hmm. and oh, I just look back on it like I can't believe that's me. <laughs> Amazing. I'm in awe. I'm not surprised, but I am so proud of you and all that Thank you, you have friend. done. Even in the last year that since I spoke to you, it's really. It's really just wild. For me, my personal revelation, and this is a really little thing, but it's I say this and I didn't do it today, but <laughs> making my bed every day, mm-hmm. it's a game changer. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. I make my bed, I'm going to have a better day. It's just, And I guess it That's so speaks true. volumes that it's now 1 p.m. my time and I'm in pajamas and I didn't make my bed today. What does that <laughs> say about <laughs> what happens when I don't make my bed? But... If I don't yeah. make my bed, I'm tempted to get back in it at any point of the day. <laughs> yeah. It's it just key. looks so much more inviting when it's messy. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you gotta do it. That's the biggest, that's my biggest learning. Really, I've really grown and evolved as a person in a very deep way. Make your bed. Um, okay. <laughs> so we're gonna get into this gift guide. But yes. one thing I was I saw an article about the other day that I thought would be fun is did you see the new Pantone color of the year? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. So the Pantone color of the year is a Viva Magenta, and it's this like magenta red hue. I don't know if you want to Google it and like have a reference point. That's like the color that they think encapsulates 2022. Oh, how pretty. I'm looking at it now. (laughs) Do you feel like there's a fragrance that matches? And also, I know this is like on the spot, but like what does that mm. exude to you? What is that like? Is there a fragrance that encompasses the Pantone color of the year? For the packaging, definitely Parfums de Marley Oriana. Oh, <laughs> it reminds sure. me of this yes. color. Yeah. And then the smell. What smells like this color? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I said this before and somebody was like, huh? I often describe perfume as like, oh, if it was a color, it'd be this color. There is a fragrance uh, called Lotus Pear from The Seven Virtues. I know it. It smells pink to me. Nobody else gets it, but it smells pink or magenta. smells magenta, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to go with that one. You know, there is a fragrance from Floral Street, and it's called like Neon. What is it called? It's Neon Um, something. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like neon rose or something like that. Yeah, neon rose. And that to me smells very pink. And I feel like there's it's like similar to Lotus Pear. And I mm-hmm. also feel like, um, oh my God, what is that one? It's a it's a literally a light pink bottle, and it also reminds me of Lotus Pear. Givenchy Irresistible. And these oh, are like yes. all, <laughs> they're so all I'm pink. like, when when I smell Lotus Pear, I totally get the like pink vibe as well. Because there's like pink. multiple other scents that are literally pink that remind me of it. Yeah. So I've recently been smelling a lot of beetroot fragrances. Ooh. So then I saw that Viva Magenta was the color of the year. And I'm like, you are there's something, there. there's <laughs> something going on in the air. Yeah, I mean, beetroot, beetroot is the moment, uh, says no one ever, but I don't know. I think to me, it reminds me, I recently smelled 
this um, niche brand called Joram Studio, and they're based in mm. Scotland. And they launched a scent called Pony Boy, which, funny Ooh. enough, the the label was pink, but it's this like intense vegetal beetroot scent that kind of smells like if boy smells tantrum, like something really vegetal mixed with like Le Labo Te Noir 29 with like something kind of like Ooh. boozy tea, whatever. So freaking good. And to I'm me, looking at the notes. It's it's a Viva Magenta. I don't know if the notes like completely complement like what I just described, but that's what I smell. So, you know. Beetroot. I feel like I'm behind the times. Like I need to go catch up on beetroot. I appreciate your curiosity because honestly, if I read that, I'm like, mm-hmm. what the hell does the beetroot smell like? If I see a weird note, I'm like, I must all over it yeah yeah you're probably like that's okay i'm good on that and i'm like oh this has a note of poop and mushrooms i'm gonna (laughs) smell it like that's i saw something with a note of dirt and i'm like huh like i respect everyone's you know creative vision but when i think of perfume and things that i want to smell like (laughs) dirt doesn't come (laughs) dirt does not come up and i was like okay but i'll lean in i was in the same mindset and then i smelled a good dirt scent, and I'm I'm changed. I'm curious to know what the good dirt scent was. Okay, the good dirt scent is a brand called Andrea Mock, and it's called Coven, and it's inspired by her. She grew up in Iceland, and it's inspired by the smell of like Iceland after rain. Hmm. And my my your face is like I'm just I'm trying <laughs> to get into it. I'm like, <laughs> it smells so good. I can't explain it. It's green. It's spicy. It's like wet earth and it smells like something that you think you would it in fact it's like her best seller and she mm-hmm. sent me her discovery kit and in my mind I was like I'm not gonna like coven like that is so not me I saw one in the pack that had a description of like being like a soft clean like skin scent bergamot musk I was like mm-hmm. that will be me that will be it and then I smelled coven and I'm like yeah the dirt one the dirt one <laughs> That's I'm the like one. wait I this is the one that I love like what I I don't know so we surprise ourselves every single day. I don't maybe maybe 2023 will bring some like rooty vegetables. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Beetroot and dirt. Well, it can change the game. <laughs> You're like, why did I come on this podcast? Um, okay. No, I know. Literally the last time you told me that you have affinity for Estee Lauder Youth Do, and I was like, okay, Emma is a wild girl. <laughs> She's a wild girl. And you hate that one. <laughs> I remember you were like, how is this still selling? And I was like, I would buw a bottle. Um, I like it all. traumatized me. (laughs) Yeah, I understand. We all, we got stuff we got to work through. And you know what? We can work through it in this episode. So what would you say is your most worn or year-defining fragrance of 2022? Mm. Honestly, I was like looking through my bottles to see like, what have I repurchased? What do I pick up most? And honestly, the last, I would say, six-ish months, Latafa Ajwad has me in a grip I don't even by know the that back one. of my neck. It's literally on Amazon or Joma Shop for like 19 mm-hmm. bucks. But it's a super cheapy. Um, I think I got mine on Amazon before they rose the prices because they always do that as soon as it gets a I little. Um, so annoying. Yeah. That, and I always mix it with the Nest Savi Orange or the Madagascar Vanilla Oil. Nice. Because oh, those two together, the oils together smell like an orange creamsicle. And then mm-hmm. Latafa Ajwad, it smells kind of like Rose's Vanille from Ansara, but broken down. I don't even know how to describe that. Like, 
it's not a rush of rose. It like develops over the day. And you know, mm-hmm. I'm a certified rose hater, allegedly. But that one is just so beautiful and I can't get enough. So that's probably my most worn combo. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think it's my year-defining scent. I think my year-defining scent is actually the House of Oud, Dates Delight. And I think it's that because I didn't care what the occasion was, what time of day it was. <laughs> I put that fragrance on. Um, it's really like warm. It's definitely a gourmand, date, cinnamon, caramel, tonka bean, all my favorite mm. things. And it's ultra decadent. And I love cool. giving myself permission to just indulge in things, especially if they bring me delight. Like it's just fragrance. So I would spray that one until my finger caught a cramp. Like <laughs> it was so bad. Um, wow. But yeah, I think that's my most year defining scent because I'm leaning into letting myself delight in things and enjoy things without, you know, Without any barrier. So I would say that. She's asking for help. She's rejoicing. <laughs> this is, I mean, the year of growth. Like, what? I'm trying. Look at you. Yeah, I love it. And was there a scent that you tried this year that was really surprising? Like, you thought you'd love it and you hated it. You thought you'd hate it and you loved it. Anything that, like, really took you by surprise? Huh. Oh, okay. So last year, was this last year? Am I lying? Maybe the year before. I bought it's all Tom blur. Ford. It's like a COVID <laughs> year. It could have been 2015. Like, who knows? I don't know. I bought Tom Ford Rose Prick because it was pretty. And yeah, so I sprayed it the first time. I'm like, oh my God. What was... Mm, I cannot let my Libra heart lead in my perfume <laughs> buying choices because that perfume mm-hmm. was awful at the time. I could not stand it. I remember mm-hmm. the first time I sprayed it, I'm like, I have to wash this off. I literally bought it just for the packaging. Mm-hmm. I have to get out of that habit, but whatever. I bought it just for the packaging. I couldn't stand it, so I'm like, you know what? It's just collecting dust. I'm going to give it away. Gave it away. My best friend wore it. I'm like, what is that? You smell so good. Oh, my gosh. And she was like, you'll never believe it. I'm like, what? She was like, oh, it's Tom Ford Rose Brick. I'm like, you're a liar. It does not smell like that at all. Mm-hmm. I asked for it back, <laughs> and now I love it. <laughs> you took it back? I asked for it back. We have that kind of relationship. Like, you know what? Okay. I'm just going to I'm gonna take this to my house. It's still yours, but I'm going to take it to my house. <laughs> Yeah, it's like and a little yeah. like swap. I'll borrow it for a little. I'll give it back. Yeah, to and you. I'll bring okay. it right back. She's not getting that fragrance back. I hope she hears this. <laughs> okay, if you're listening, sorry, you're gonna have to get yeah. your own bottle of rose prick. I've had that happen to me where I smell a, like I dismiss a fragrance and then I smell it on somebody else, and mm-hmm. like I am just like so caught off guard because it smells so different on them, whether yes. for better or worse or just different, and I'm like. Um, people will do this now my friends do this thing where they try and stump me because they like think that I'm this like nose or whatever and they're like <laughs> tell me what I'm wearing and then I, I like choke and I'm like I, I, I lost my gift I have no idea what you're wearing and then they're like it's glossy and you yeah and I'm like what <laughs> I so you're a certified rose hater I am notoriously mm-hmm. a certified well not hater but vanilla in general, this is why it's so fun because we have very different tastes. In <laughs> yes. general, vanilla is not my friend. I like vanilla when it is a, a solid note, but not like the dominant note. Like if it's mm-hmm. like a vanilla, like solar floor equivalent, like if it's like mm-hmm. a really strong scent, I'm, I'm usually not going for it. Rosie Jane sent me their new scent, Dolce or Dulce. I don't know if you had a chance to smell mm-hmm. that one. Not yet. Straight up vanilla, as vanilla as it comes. Smells like vanilla extract. That is everything I write off in a fragrance and I cannot stop wearing it. I love it. I'm like it writing this so down. <laughs> it's so, it's, you will, I mean, I think you would love it. But yeah, What's so different about really this vanilla? Show. I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. <laughs> in fact, I tried it 
And I was like, I like this. It's it's nice for vanilla, but I'll probably like give it to my friend who loves vanilla fragrances. And then I had just like sprayed it on my skin and I had already put it in my pile of like, give this to my friend. Mm-hmm. And then I kept smelling my skin. And then I was like, wait, I love this. And I wore it over the weekend and I'm, I'm a changed person. So you're a reformed vanilla hater. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I can reform myself. Yeah, I'll wear vanilla, you wear dirt scents, and we can reconvene. (laughs) You know what? Let's do it. (laughs) That's so funny. Okay. I have really gone like on so many tangents and sidetracks, but we did come here for the holiday gift guide. Yes. So should we get into it? Let's do it. I was having fun kikiing. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I we could have a podcast about nothing and just like, if I you're listening so and you fun. want us to do a podcast about anything that comes to mind, let us know because let us know. Maya, we could do it. a round three. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, getting into the gift guide, how should we do? Should we talk about different people that are common common people you would give gifts to? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let's start with. Um, Mm, let's start with like some common common ones that probably come up in both of our DMs, like parents or significant others or friends. Um, where should we start with like uh, a gift for a mother or a grandmother? Yeah, let's do moms and grandmas. That's super okay. sweet. Yeah, let's do moms and grandmas. Starting on a, starting on a really sweet note. Okay, <laughs> tell me about what you think is a good gift for a mother or grandmother, and if you have any personal like, if there's anything you would give to a mother, a grandmother in your life. Mm. Let's hear it. So my mom um, and my grandmother, I've told you this before. I think everyone who knows who I am knows that these people, those two ladies started my love of fragrance. And Mm -hmm. my mom um, and my grandmother, they shared a scent, Estee Lauder Pleasures, which is like a light floral rose, very perfumey perfume, right? And so my mom's a Taurus. She's very much set in her ways. And so finding gifts for her is so hard. She's one of those people, like, if she finds one thing, that's the thing that she'll stick to forever and ever until they don't make it anymore. And Mm -hmm. so she fell in love with, like, an almond fragrance. She wears um, almond cookie from Carol's Daughter. She loves that fragrance. But Mm -hmm. she was over it. She was like, I'm always wearing this, whatever. And so I was on a hunt to find her something similar. And, of course, because she's a bougie Taurus... We land on Zerjoff Italica. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I'm thinking of like, no way. You know, like she's not going to, we'll just try it and see. She's not going to like this. That lady has expensive taste. She's like, oh, yes, this is the one. And so mm-hmm. that's definitely been um, the fragrance that I've seen for her. And then my grandmother, she's since passed away. But there's one fragrance in particular that I tried. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, she would love this. It's Creed Windflowers. Have you smelled that yet? Yes. It's like a bougie grandma. It smells like a bougie yes. grandma. It's Just not like my floral and fragrance. pretty and rich. Yeah. Yes. Literally that. Um, it's not my usual like fragrance choice, but because it reminds me of something that I would give to her, I wear it a lot. And so if she was still around, I would definitely gift her Creed Windflowers. And I don't think that like grandmas typically splurge on themselves as much as they should. And so mm-hmm. I would have loved to give that to her. Mm. That's really beautiful. Yeah, I feel like a grandmother scent definitely something with like a big heady floral and like yes. a really like bosomy embracing yes, bosom. like <laughs> put your head in my chest like I recently smelled like a good um squeeze um, and a hug yeah I recently smelled um homage uh honor woman and yes. it comes in like the white bottle and it's like just like these warm big 
florals in a way that like my grandmother wore Giorgio by Giorgio mm-hmm. Beverly Hills, which is just this like heavy hitting tuberose scent. And it's just this big, heady, beautiful, like gardenia, warm, creamy floral. And I feel Ooh. like my grandmother is also no longer with us. Or the one that wore perfume isn't. The other one mm-hmm. is, but she does not wear fragrance. But it just smells so like maternal in like a matriarch way. Like I yeah. just, I love it so much. Makes me happy. I literally keep it visible. So I'm like, ah, oh, like this is what I would have given to her. And I don't know about you. Do you have this like going off track? But do you have like since your head like, this is not for me now. But when I turn 50, oh, I'm all over it. <laughs> There are scents that like I smell and I love it and I can't think of like when I would necessarily like crave to wear it. Like mm-hmm. like I smell it, I love it, but I can't think of like, oh, I would probably want to wear this when I'm going to dinner or I'd probably want to wear this when I'm like doing this thing. But I know that I want to smell it. So I like mm-hmm. kind of like keep it around and then I don't know. But I don't know if I have it like by age. I do. Like I'll have fragrances. I'm like, I can appreciate this, but I'm not mature enough for this now. I don't have, I'm not mature enough to wear this one just yet. But man, when I cross that age, (laughs) I'm going to return to this. You're not 30 yet, right? No, I'm 26. 30 scares me because I'm like, oh, that's a real big adult. Like an adult Mm -hmm. adult. (laughs) Listen, I'm 31. So, you know. (laughs) Is it as scary as I think it is? (laughs) It's only scary in the sense that you wake up and you're just like, well, especially with COVID where I just feel like these years just like, I feel like I entered COVID as like in my like, mid late 20s and I got out of it and like you know what it is when you start seeing those Forbes 30 under 30 list and you're just too old and you're like there's no 40 (laughs) under 40 that's what I think it is it's like I feel very good at 31 but nothing I accomplish is like that if you achieve in your mid 30s people are Mm -hmm. like congratulations you're an adult but if you do it when you're like 27 people are like what you know wow you're so so advanced So you got, you have four more years to get on that list. And I mean, you're headed there. So someone the other day said young adults and I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. And I'm like, that doesn't apply to me anymore. Oh my God. Like, No, I feel like it does. I I don't know. I guess you look back on every age that you thought you were old and then you were like, when you were 20, you probably were like, holy shit, I'm 20. But now you probably look at a 20 year old and you're like, that is a baby. You know? I thought I was so grown. I was like, no one can tell me anything. I'm not a child. Like, I'm in my 20s. Now I look at 20 year olds. I'm like, how was recess? Like, yeah, right. (laughs) How was daycare? You were just there. Like, oh, I know. Speaking of people younger than us, do you have any Gen Zers in your life on a personal level? Or if not, what would you recommend to somebody who's trying to give something to that Gen Z? person in their life so it's been super funny since like starting black girl smell good i get so many texts from friends and family who never seem to like ask me before but now especially like my little cousin her name's nico she's cousin what should i wear what should i get what should i put on my christmas list and my little brother also his name's david he's into unisex fragrance right now and so for nico she was like i love tom ford i love this and that i'm like Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. How old is she? Okay, Nico. <laughs> I think she's like 19. Good for Nico. And I'm like, you're so, you're a baby. What do you want that for? And so um, I don't want to set the bar like too high with my gifts right now because if this is your taste now at 19, what are we supposed to do right. when you turn 21, Roja? Like, yeah. but no, yeah. let's bring it on down. Um, yeah. So I try to like keep them in... Target and Sephora started out. 
spread your wings, find what you like before we spend the big mm-hmm. bucks. And so yeah. I definitely give them a lot of um, discovery sets. So I'm mm-hmm. like, find what you like first and then we can splurge. Guys, truer words have never been spoken. You know I am such a proponent of trying before you buy for so many reasons. As Maya mentioned earlier, what if you are leading with your Libra heart? Your opinion might change. Or something could smell amazing on someone else that you know, but not on you or vice versa. Perhaps the opening is heavenly and the dry down, hell. There are so many reasons why I really recommend spending some time with a fragrance before committing to a full bottle, which is why I am so excited to announce my holiday gift sample pack is now on sale at Lucky Scent. I have linked it in the notes of this episode, so feel free to check it out there. And in the pack, you will find 12 of my favorite ever scents sold at Lucky Scent, selling for 50% below retail value. Individual Lucky Scent samples typically sell for $4 per sample. And there are 12 samples in this pack. So that is a $48 value. But guess how much this pack costs? This pack costs $24. Now, picking the 12 cents that made it into this pack was so hard for me. But here's how I did it. I wanted to make sure that the pack had a range of fragrance families, budgets, big brands, small brands, diverse brands, master perfumers, independent perfumers, etc. So that whatever you are looking for, you will find it in this pack. All united, of course, by the fact that they are so unique, so memorable, some of my favorites. And because of that, I find them all to smell amazing. It comes with 12 blotters. And the best part, most of these fragrances never go on sale. However, inside every pack is a coupon to redeem any full bottle from the pack at 15% off. Any fragrance you enjoy from this pack, you can get at 15% off now through December 31st. And since I know a lot of you are in Smell Club and maybe we're holding out for the right time or the right deal to get a full bottle of something that you loved, I did put many Smell Club favorites in the pack. So what is in it? Let me share the menu. Going from sort of like fresh skin, citrusy type scents to woody ambers, we have Molecula One Plus Iris, Juniper Sling, Diptyque Orpheon, Cire Trudon Deux, BDK Gris Charnel, Joram Studio Gorsland, L'Artisan Parfumeur Masque Amarante, Maison de Darius Nagnoul, Parfum MDCI Peche Cardinal, Strangers Perfumery Chokdi, Marissa Zappas Annabelle's Birthday Cake, and Penhaligon's Cairo. It is a great gift for yourself. It is a great gift for the fragrance lover in your life. It also is a really fun activity to do with friends or family and evaluate the scents together. And the offer to redeem a full bottle, as I mentioned, is valid through December 31st, so definitely order your pack sooner than later. Let's get back to the episode. I agree. I think a discovery set is a great gift for for Gen Z. I also just think like this is where like celebrity fragrances really thrive. Maybe that would be like a little bit younger. Like I guess I get confused about how old Gen Z is. Maybe that's more of like high school Gen Z versus like 22 year old Gen Z. I don't know. But when I think of like Cloud, Cloud 2.0, I've recently tried some celebrity like Hilly Kyoko's fragrance I tried this year. And Ashley Benson just released a fragrance. And these are all in like a more affordable range. And there's some yes. really good quality in there. Ariana, I call her Miss Ponytail, but Miss Ponytail just, <laughs> she just launched a new, it's like a little pod fragrance. Have you seen them? You know, I saw an article about it, but I haven't seen the fragrance. I haven't seen it in person, but the packaging kind of reminds me of Kim Kardashian's skincare. It kind of looks like they have the same vendor, honestly. 
But those okay. are so cute. And I'm like, that could be such a good gift for my Gen Zers. It's like, it's fun. You mm-hmm. feel elevated because it's a lab fragrance. You're still at Ulta when you get it. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, it's still, I would say, middle tier. Yeah. And then, you know, cultural relevance if they're listening yeah. to Miss Ponytail. <laughs> Miss Ponytail. What about the rich single aunt or the person who gives the rich auntie vibes? Where are we going there? So I love this question because my personal rich auntie, shout out to my Tanny. Um, her real name's Francis, but she is very much set in her ways. She likes what she likes. And I find sometimes like when you try to gift more mature women something new, there's like this resistance. And so I typically try to like <laughs> scour around, see what she has and gift her what she already has. But this year, I'll say this till after Christmas so she won't hear this episode. <laughs> But this year, I want to take her to like um, do a like custom fragrance experience to make her own, so that still an elevated experience. She still gets to have something new, but it's not me choosing for her; it's her making her own. And so, I'll choose to go and like have a little custom uh, fragrance experience. There's one in Texas that I'm really interested in. Wow are you Are you gonna fly to Texas to do it? Yeah, she already lives there, so. Oh, okay. okay. I was like, <laughs> yeah. and you're and you're transporting her to Texas. Oh, no, okay, this is a whole <laughs> gift. That's so cool. She's the rich aunt. I'm not the rich aunt. Yeah, you're like, you can fly me out to Texas, and I'll buy you a perfume while we're there. Right. <laughs> you know, trade yeah. these. Nothing crazy. Yeah, I think of when I think of like a rich aunt energy. I know you might disagree, but. The note rose always comes in my, like, some iteration of rose. It doesn't have to be, mm-hmm. like, I, I do think of, like, a cheaper rose, like, oh, Capital from Diptyque. Oh, yum. Okay, see, this is why. See, here's my theory. Here's my theory. You like rose, and I like vanilla. I'm trying so hard to resist it. I do not like roses. I just like things with rose in them sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. I've never met a note that I hate in every single every note that I have thought I disliked like I am typically a person who does not go for lavender it -hmm. like irks me and for many reasons and I can tell you multiple lavender fragrances that I'm like this is an exception because this is great (laughs) and you look up and you have a list of 20 exceptions that's me and Rose right now (laughs) yeah exactly we have beef but it seems to keep sneaking up on me that I find Rose fragrances appealing for some reason yeah never gonna beat the allegations though have you tried? I think you would love this fragrance if you haven't, um, because I think it hits all that like warm, amazing, sensual, like intense gourmand like type of genre that you like. Mm-hmm. Have you tried Fragrance Dubois, New York Fifth Avenue? No. Am I am I living life wrong? Okay, wait. Let me write it down. <laughs> to me, I can't think of like a richer aunt. Like that is that's your that's the richest. Aunt. That's like you know I don't know maybe she just fell into some money, divorced a tech guy and <laughs> happens to like have a billion dollars. Like that is like New York Fifth Avenue is like just like opulent department store money in a Ooh. rose gourmand caramel like oud. It's just I don't know. I think I'm it would up the notes now. Caramel rose, cashmere wood, vanilla. Why didn't I know about this? <laughs> I feel so behind on the times. This is why it's also great to do this with you because you're catching me up on some things I need on my radar, you know? I mean, I feel like we're covering a lot of ground here. I feel like we're out in the trenches and you're like, (laughs) we're just like mixing our data at the end of the year. 
I always leave um, or listen to any perfume room podcast. I leave with a list of like, okay, got to try that. Need a sample of this. Got to get a bottle of that. Are you actively ordering things? Like I do have a running list, but at this point, it's like so hard to just keep like ordering and ordering and ordering. Like how often when someone says like, try this, do you go out and try it immediately versus just like, no, it's something you should try at some point? Before, I was like really on it. Like as soon as someone said it, I'm like, okay, let me find a sample, put it in my cart. I'll figure out a way to try it. Now, because I've accumulated so many samples, and right. when I say so many, so can't many get samples yeah. that I'm like, yeah. this is kind of ridiculous. Let me get through a few. Let me, you know, give them away or do, decide what I'm going to do if they're on the to buy list, the maybe list, or I don't need them list mm-hmm. um, before I grab them. So now I just have a running... Uh, running log in my fragrance journal about what's coming next or what I should try. And then some of them, I'll write them down. I need to start adding notes because I'm like, why did they say? Why, what did I need to try this for? Or right. what was it? But yeah, I have a note. I love that you have a fragrance journal. That's, that's I'm such beautiful. a nerd. I love it. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> I wanted to take a moment and just acknowledge the quality of your content. Like your oh, videos God. are so produce like the production value in your content you You put so much love and work and thought into your content and every time I see something that you put out I'm just like the (laughs) graphics the editing the audio the visual the details it's really it's really amazing thank you so much I um now with like fragrance when I first started posting I wasn't seeing as much fragrance content as I'm seeing now. Like my entire explore page is, it's like it exploded. I'm like, wait, we're, we're all into this. <laughs> um, I never want you to see someone else's content or my content. I'm like, oh, which is which? I want you to know mm-hmm. that you're yeah. on Black Girl Smell Good. Like, um, right. I've always had a passion for graphic design, as you know, with fragrance. And um, I talked about it a few weeks ago on Instagram, but I really really wanted to be a magazine editor or fashion editor. <laughs> I saw Devil Wears Prada and I just said, yeah, that's it. That's the life. That's where we're going. Um, and of course, growing up, I kind of got away from that. But now, like, honoring my inner child has brought me back to so many things that I used to love and graphic design mm-hmm. and art have been really big. And I'm like, wow, now I have this platform. I can totally do those things. And so, yeah. Not only is it just fragrance, but the way that I present it now, I'm able to lean in and make them look like articles or make it uh, super fun, like the celebrity consultations or something like that, where I'm. Oh my God, those were amazing. Experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's (laughs) so so good. It's been really fun. I'm really glad that people resonate with it. I even on a whim, oh my gosh, I um, was just on my iPad learning Procreate. And have you seen those like beauty illustrations? I never see them with brown, chunky hands. I'm like, what is the point? Like, can we get one? I'm like, no one's going to make it. But if you have the idea, you should probably try. I tried. I did that all in one night and I posted it like that's going to flop. You know, whatever. Just a little drawing. That's my most liked (laughs) photo on Instagram to date. Wow. (laughs) It's always the ones you think aren't going to like be a thing where you're just like, I'll put this up. And then that's the one that takes off, right? And there's been ones where I'm like, oh, hours and hours. This is surely going to go viral. I know. Nope. (laughs) Three likes. (laughs) I know it. Okay. Another request that comes up a lot is a fragrance recommendation for a sibling. What do you think the attributes of a sibling fragrance gift should be? Honestly, I think anyone with siblings, especially if you have younger siblings, you know, deep down, no matter what the relationship is, they look up to you. They do. 
And so I'll give them a derivative of something that I already have, like something they smelled on me. But the lesser version. Yeah, lesser version, because, you know, you have to smell better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It can smell exactly the same. But I would, um, I'm always paying attention to, like, compliments that people give or notes that they mm-hmm. make about anything I'm wearing. So I'm like, hmm, okay, I'll tuck that in my mind so I'll know what to gift you. But I would definitely mm-hmm. say if you have a fragrance that you already love and your siblings, you know, aren't opposed to it, I would give them the lesser version. <laughs> yeah. I would give them the lesser version of it. You always have to be the best smelling one. I mean, there's a hierarchy here. Yeah. Wait, what's your what's your son's, uh, what is it? Yeah, your sun sign? I'm a Libra. I'm a Libra sun. Yes. Okay. Scorpio rising, Gemini moon, but we don't talk about that. Ooh, okay, Gemini moon. I have beef with all Geminis ever, and so having a Gemini moon is so humbling. <laughs> wow, yeah. It makes you, like, really reflect in the mirror of, like... It's like, what do don't I, I like you, about you? Or because do I hate me? me. <laughs> I've, I mean, I've read that, like, every time that there's something about someone that irks you, you can, like, look in yourself and, and just, find like, that same reflection. Yes, mm. the thing that is annoying about them like it's something that has once allegedly I've also read on another note that people who like date like opposites attract with this is a good segue to gifting a partner people who date right. like opposites attract the thing that initially pulls them in will ultimately be the thing that if they break up breaks them up so if mm-hmm. someone is like I love how daring and risky they are I take no risks ultimately like the demise of the downfall of their relationship if that day comes is like <laughs> they're so careless no, <laughs> yes you have no stability like mm-hmm. you you know like just like things like that what do you what are your thoughts on that I definitely agree I think as far as like the things that I dislike about certain signs finding them in myself like I think Virgos are know-it-alls and I have a Virgo uh Mercury something like that don't let me lie but mm-hmm. Virgo rising over here. (laughs) So Virgos tend to be know-it-alls. They just do. It just is what it is. And I'm like, why does that bother me so? Because I want to be the know-it-all in the room. Right. Right. (laughs) And so, especially with dating, I'm like, oh, you get on my nerves. Also, I like that you know all the things. Mm. (laughs) But I should know. But I should know all the things. (laughs) So, yeah, I definitely agree. If you were gifting someone you were, like, what stage of dating would you give someone a gift? How, what, how far would you have to be to be like, I'll gift you something for the holidays? Oh, see, I'm weird about gifts for when I'm dating, but you'd have to have at least a year in before I'm gifting, honestly. I think, I think that's fair. Yeah. Because anything else than that, like, if I gift you something and next week we're not talking, run me my gift back. I'm going to send you an invoice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sending you an invoice because no, um, I think one year in and especially something like fragrance, it's so personal. I would really want to like get to know them as much as I possibly could so that when I'm looking for a fragrance, it matches or it mimics something about them or reminds me of a time we spent together. You know, I'm really sentimental. And so I want to have something like that. And I don't think you can have that before a year, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe. And then also when you're gifting partners, I don't want them to smell too good because I don't need you turning heads. <laughs> right. I'm the only one that you like this fragrance. <laughs> it should be good, but a little mass appealing so that no one yeah, is really... like, I don't need you to turn heads. It's for me. <laughs> I'm the audience. <laughs> That'll be a great soundbite for promoting this app. I don't need you to turn heads. <laughs> I don't need you to turn heads. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Okay, so what is a... What is a 
really nice smelling fragrance that you would love to smell on someone you dated that's maybe not going to turn every head in the room? Oh, okay. I have an affinity for Parfums de Marly. Percival is one of my favorite men's fragrance. I don't even say men's fragrance. It's one of my favorite colognes ever. Yeah. Um, so much so that I keep <laughs> keep a small one for me. Um, it's kind of like the generic F-boy fragrance, like Chanel Blue, um, mm-hmm. Dior Sauvage, hate to say it. Um, it's like those, but a little bit more elevated. So it sets you exactly apart. I you mean. Yeah. But not too far. <laughs> it smells like a niche luxury, like Abercrombie Fierce, kind of. Yes. Like, it, yes. It's, to- it's it's all of those things that you just described of Dior Sauvage and all those things. But it's like, like mm, it has a little, je ne sais quoi. Yeah. But you spent $350 something. on it. Yeah. yeah so exactly. it's, you feel special. Yeah. You feel special. Yeah. Yeah, my my boyfriend, when I met him, he was wearing blue de Chanel. Mm-hmm. And it was hard for me to grapple with because I actually really liked how he smelled in that. But then he told me that it was like a gift from his ex-girlfriend. Uh, so I That'd was be like, your last day wearing that. <laughs> absolutely not. But we have so many nice memories. Like With our that early, fragrance? Yes, our early dating days. Because obviously it's not like, like a weekend. I mean, I would wait at least two weeks for that. It's not like a weekend I'm going to be like, we got to <laughs> change that scent. You know what I mean? So we have so many fun, like the first... Like all the adventures that you do when you're newly dating someone, I associate with Blue de Chanel. But I'm like, but now his collection is very, you know, is is very versatile. But I do he think elevated that's his woman, elevated his taste. I love it. Exactly. <laughs> if you are gifting um someone, if you are if you are gifting someone who likes a masculine leaning scent, something that you want to smell really mass appealing and really nice, but maybe not the like most unique thing in the room, I do think. Blue de Chanel and Percival are both in that mm-hmm. same genre of just like, you are going to smell good, but you might not be like stopped in the street, but See, you're going to smell good. <laughs> I love, oh, I love when I know what it is and like, mm-hmm, and no one else can pick it up. And it's like, I know that you have on the fancy uh, cologne today, but mm-hmm. everyone else is like, okay, yeah, you smell good. But I yeah. know what it is. It's the difference. It's yeah. the difference. I don't know. I've talked about this before and it's a little bit old, but for people listening who, this is my recommendation. If you do want something that's head turning, you have to be in the right place and right time because I I get what you're saying, Maya. (laughs) However, Memo Sicilian Leather was something that Twisted Lily, like a a year or two ago, Mm -hmm. they sent me a bunch of samples of different masculine um, Mm -hmm. fragrances. and And out of all of them, I was like, I go feral for that scent. Like, if my boyfriend <laughs> wears it, I'm like, like I can't, I can't even explain it. It's like, it's got a smokiness the way that like you might think of like the smell of like mezcal, but it doesn't smell like mm-hmm. mezcal. It's like leathery and citrusy and musky all at once. And yeah, definitely if you don't want um, to attract too much attention, I don't know if I'd recommend it. But like, if he wears Is that it, good? If he wears it. <laughs> I'm gonna, mom, I'm gonna chase him close down. Close your ears. It's gonna be a good night. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> There's a few fragrances that are like, oh, oh my gosh, why am I blanking on the name? It's from Zerjoff, and it has. It's very green, and I was like, if someone walked past me wearing mm-hmm. that, you're gonna see a side of me you've never seen before. I don't care what you look like. It's just like you have. You smell like that. Like that's your taste. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree on all about it. There are certain scents. I feel that way about um, Mise en Serre has one called Cologne de Figue. Mm. 
so sexy in such a universally appealing way as well. It feels traditionally sexy. It doesn't, mm-hmm. it's not like, it doesn't have any like interesting, unfamiliar notes, but it's just a best in class, like expensive, luxury, masculine, traditionally masculine leaning fragrance. Mm-hmm. Creed Aventus Cologne, the gray bottle. I go feral for that one as well. And I have. I had someone mess, have, wait, that's another segue. Have you ever had someone mess up a fragrance for you? Of Creed course, Aventus. Yes. It smells just fine, but the thoughts associated with it. <laughs> but I don't like Creed Aventus. I only like Creed Aventus cologne. I find the black bottle is very astringent and like very sharp. And I feel like the gray one has like this muskiness, this bergamot vibe, this very like, I don't know. Mm. I was in the Creed boutique and they said that that's the Miami bestseller. And I was like, that checks out. That makes sense. Because I feel like you'd be in Miami just being like, can I get a table at this club? And you're wearing like, <laughs> not that that's like what I go for, but like, it just feels like that energy, like a little bit douchey, but like kind of hot, but you a know it too. I, yeah, I've got a complex. I'm in therapy. You know, we're working through it. But. Hey, you know, my appointment's at what time? <laughs> you're not alone. What is that? I'm still trying to think of the name of that freaking fragrance. Coffee, oud, incense, amber, tonka bean. Gold, golden dollar? <gasps> There's something wow. about that fragrance i don't care you can spray it on a brick and i'd be like yeah i'm into bricks (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i'm into bricks (laughs) well it it's interesting hearing you say this because those notes that you just said feel a little reflective of a lot of the notes that you also like to wear in fragrances for yourself Mm -hmm. very true you know (laughs) that's such a great point i never really noticed that that all of my favorite like more masculine scents are just what I would wear I mean, <laughs> in same, a masculine though. form. We like what we like. But that scent, mm, my lord. Whoever my future partner is, I mean, you pretty much got it in the bag if you come with that on. <laughs> if you guys are listening, go to LAX. Coffee break, whatever, from Zerjoff. You, you're halfway there. I'm telling you, you just got to ask. You just yeah. got to ask. <laughs> you're doing it. Any, any other people... Um, that you think are worth talking about who you would give gifts for or DMs you've received of people that they're trying to give gifts to? Oh, the trendy person. Oh, yes. Okay, what do you have for that? And tell me about the trendy person. So the trendy person, when I'm thinking of shopping for someone who's like style forward and about, they like names, like like a designer, you know, whatever, more into flashy fragrance, not so much for fragrance sake, but status sake does that make sense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so when I'm thinking of them I don't think like oh let me give you what's uh the best smelling or what's this and that I think like okay what's instagrammable (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. where I go when I think trendy people so I think of like the it girl houses like Le Labo by Rado um or even anything like with a bottle that's as flashy and designer as like YSL Lieb how it Mm -hmm. has big branding I think of that for my trendy person because I know they'll see brand in there yeah whatever it is I'm gonna like it because of how it looks or how or what's associated with the brand and I don't Mm -hmm. always go with the smell for them more so the appearance what about you when I was first thinking about trendy people I was thinking about like what is a note that I've seen trending a lot Mm -hmm. this year so I was thinking I've seen a lot of lactonic and milky scents Mm -hmm. so that's like kind of like I was like going in like that sort of like world and I've recently smelled one that's like a sort of like coconutty, milky, condensed milk, vanilla Ooh, smell. I'm all over it. That is called Blanche Bette by Lakeed Imagineers. I'll, we can we can also like 
I'll send you all this stuff. You always have the most like niche of niche of niche. <laughs> I've really gone down a rabbit hole. I don't think I started this way, but now I feel like people only like, you know, that Stefan sketch from SNL where he's like, if you want to go into the basement, knock three times. <laughs> like, I feel like I have become that. Like, I don't mean to. I hear myself and I'm like, this one smells like dirt and coffin and you love it. Like, I don't I don't really know what happened, but here we are. Um, but that one is absolutely beautiful. But I do agree with what you're saying. The bottle, Ooh. if they are trendy, they're going to want to photograph it. They're going to want to have it in their vanity in the background of a photo. So, yes, that like Byredo cap, that Lilabo cap, mm-hmm. um, that Aesop resurrection hand wash that you <laughs> yes. see in every nice hotel. Like and the any room spray. Of I would give the Aesop resurrection soap because I think it retails for like $40. So, if that's it's like. Ridiculous. That's, it's it's ridiculous. No one is going to spend forty dollars on a soap for themselves because why would right. you ever do that? Right. But as a friend, if you were like gifting something to a friend, you might spend forty dollars on a friend. So it's like, what is a I gift agree. that they that they would never get themselves? That's not going to break your budget because a fragrance would probably be actually hundreds of dollars. <laughs> right. <laughs> so then you're like giving them this like luxurious thing, but it actually was under fifty dollars, and they'd never buy it. I totally agree. I totally agree. Especially with um with that particular brand, Aesop. I feel like I butchered the name every time. But the one that was given to me, of course, it was a gift. But I've refilled that with Dial. <laughs> and no yep. one knows the difference. <laughs> I, I just I'll never ordered, get rid of it. <laughs> I just ordered a refill soap that's supposed to be a dupe that was like on TikTok. It's called like Element Soap. And Ooh. the scent. And it's I mean, I haven't tried it. So I'll report back. But allegedly, the way that it's marketed, it's like a refill, like, you know, like plastic mm-hmm. package. And they say that it smells like resurrection. So I'm going to, I never had resurrection, but I'm going to fill it up in my bathroom and kitchen soap dispensers. So that's <laughs> People another come over thing. And like, that's my bougie soap. <laughs> a, a good soap dispenser. That's all you need. You know what I mean? If you have a resurrection like thing or you have like a cool little like thing that you got at like TJ Maxx that like just like looks elevated, you could put anything in there, you know? Right? It's like, oh yeah, this is, you know, I spent my artisanal soap just 70-ish bucks. <laughs> Nothing crazy. Totally. Yeah. I also love totally. giving um room sprays, especially yes. oh, I love the ones from Diptyque. They're my fave and they're so cutesy. And I feel like it's more, I don't know, it's something different than just like candles, like, okay, a candle, whatever, but a room spray. It's like getting to indulge in the scent without having to wear it. So I love room sprays too when I'm gifting bougie, but on a budget. What's your favorite Diptyque room spray? It's, is it called a rose? Oh, it's just called roses. Oh, here I am with the damn roses. This is such propaganda. <laughs> I feel like in I need my... a secret therapy session. I feel like we've like come full circle. We're I like, refuse. okay, Gemini's, coffee beans, rose. <laughs> this oh, doubles as therapy. Not another rose. I'm never going to dodge the allegations. I, wow. That's my favorite one, though. It's the roses from Diptyque. Ugh. That's so nice. Maybe I need to rethink my stance, but I... <laughs> I'm not a rose lover. I'm not. I refuse. Let's let the people decide. If you're listening to this, based on all of the scents that Maya has just uh, mentioned, <laughs> where do you think she falls on the rose spectrum? I'm I'm putting it towards like a strong like. A strong this like. This is a over. losing game already because it's not fair. <laughs> I don't I, like freaking roses. I just happen to like 
roses sometimes. I'm really sorry that we had to come to this moment on Watch this, the title. On this episode. Yeah. Maya Nicole, Black Girl Smokey, exposed as a rose lover. Yeah, exposed. Oh my God, wait, I think I'm going to make exposed. Maya exposed. Perfumer was edited by Wyatt Peak. Music is by Max Vernon and illustrations are by Israel Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs>